You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al Jerry. All right, a Tuesday podcast. Jerry and Al, as we have coming to the really amazing, the middle part to the latter part of May already, but uh, away we go. And since we are in the middle of the latter part of May, that means tonight is the NBA draft lottery at the New York City Hilton uh, later tonight, which I don't know. To me, it's like one of these shows, like a draft show almost. Boring, but I understand the intrigue if you're a Knicks fan. I thought the actual draft was tonight. No, that's and then it in, made no sense to me. Why? why? The actual draft is in June. Why in can't June. they draw the balls and go? Okay, you're up. Let's uh, go. Theoretically, you might be able to, but uh, you got to make it a program now. You got to make it a show. You got to okay. sell it. You got to make money. So tonight on television, we're essentially watching like if you watch the news at eleven o'clock and you did the pick six in New Jersey Lotto. Yes. And you wanted to see what your what Lotto numbers came out. We would watch. Uh, a man or woman get lotto balls out of that machine blowing them around. Correct. And they'd give the numbers. So you're telling me that's what's going to be on television tonight. Well, basketball style. I don't know that you actually see them picking the balls out. Here's what you see. You see the um the teams that are in the draft lottery at their podium at their little spot with their microphone. So not every team's in the lottery. No, like you're in the playoffs, you're not in the lottery. It's the bottom half of teams. Like okay. the Oklahoma City Thunder have five balls out of a 1,001 of a chance. Whatever percentage that is, is that 1 20th of a percent. They have a chance, though. The Thunder, who almost made the playoffs with 50 wins or whatever they had, 49 wins, they, in theory, could win the draft lottery tonight and get the number one overall pick. So explain to me how, how this works with the balls. How many so here's balls the deal. are there? So here, 1,001 balls. Why? I don't know why there's 1,001. I don't know why there's not just 1,000, but there's 1,001 balls. And all the representatives are going to be out kind of waiting. And what they're going to do is they're going to talk to them and interview them to, to kind of draw the intrigue and kind of build the show, which is so stupid. Matter of fact, one of the owners had one, like their daughter out there last year, this 12-year-old. This is so stupid. Uh, I remember that, yes. Right, I remember that. So that's what they do. And then the way I understand it, if I'm remembering correctly, they have the balls drawn in a back room with representatives of the league and a couple of other people to make sure it's on the up and up and that it's all good. Why there are a thousand and one balls, I don't understand. Because in theory, can't you pick the Sixers? Oh, got the Sixers again. Oh, here come the Sixers. Sixers, Knicks, Sixers, right? You'd be there forever. Right. But that's how it is. So the Sixers have 250 balls of the 1,001. The Knicks have 190, I think it's 199 balls of the 2,000, of the 1,001. And so that's kind of the way it works. It's a little different than the hockey one. Similar at the same time. So what if you pick a ball number one, uh, the New York Knicks comes out? They get, well, that's a good question. I don't know if the first ball you pick is the actual, yeah, it has to be. Let's say they're the one. They would be the number one pick. Now let's say they reach in for ball number two. It's the Knicks again. 
That's where I don't know. That's I think that's why they do this in private and ahead so of time. So they keep the Knicks won't get like one and two. No. No, That'd be get, awesome. No, you only get one. Pick. But here's what I don't understand with the balls. So let's say, uh, why couldn't you instead of having the the Knicks uh, are 200 out of out of a thousand balls? Correct. Let's say just for the math, make the math easier. Yes. That's essentially one in ten. Oh no, it's one in five. One in five. Whoa. So why not just have five balls? You know what I mean? Uh, why are we right, getting so a giant well, I, amount yeah, of so balls? To, well, yes, you would have to have, if they got a 25, you would need 100 balls. Yeah, let's do that. 100 balls. Uh, 25 perfect. for, yeah, you get yes. 25 for Minnesota, 100 20 balls. for the Knicks. I don't understand I'm why gonna it's suggest done this that. Way. I'm going to email Adam Silver. I mean, you're Silver. friends with Adam Silver. He did email me back right away when so, I did email him. So I'm going to ask him today when we get done with this. I'll just send him a quick email. Why not just do 100 balls? I, it's a great question. I don't know the answer to it. It, it is a great question. Like it Thank you. It would make the most sense. So yeah. let me ask, will you be watching the draft? No, lottery? but I will be wondering if the Knicks get it because that is a big story for here if the Knicks get the number one pick. By the way, I don't think it's that big a story. Oh, it's, if it's big, the Jerry. one or the two. No, and I'll tell you why. Because whether it's one or two, or even three for that matter, there are so there are a good handful of guys. I don't think you can go wrong until you see them on the floor right now. So if you tell me the Knicks walked away, I'm not going to tell you where they draft. If I told you starting training camp, the Knicks had Jaleel Okafor, right? Would you, the kid out of Duke? Yeah, I would like that. Okay. I don't know anything about college Great. basketball, but I know that. Now, name. if I told you starting training camp, the Knicks had Carl uh, Anthony Towns on their team. I don't know who that is. Is he terrific? He's from Kentucky. Okay, so he's good. He's supposedly awesome. So how many picks in would you say is not a good pick for the Knicks? I would think if you get to six. And, and by the way, like, I, don't well, think the Knicks can, I don't think the Knicks can be lower than five. Oh, so no matter what. That's my point. It's not so dramatic, you're saying. Whether they get the one or the two, or the three. We have, <laughs> have a one two. or a two. Let's say they get one or two. Whether you get one, whether you get two, to me it makes no difference whatsoever. Okay. The only difference is you don't get to choose Okafor or Towns. Either way, they're fine. Right. You're getting a quality player. You expect to be. Remember, Greg Oden was supposed to be a quality player. That's true, Jerry. Uh, Richard Lewis was in today. Jerry, we had a star-studded. It was almost like a, a, a Letterman show itself. We had Richard Lewis in studio, and we had actor David Duchovny in studio. Now, I've been a fan of Richard Lewis for a very long time, actually, knew of him from watching Letterman a hundred years ago. And uh, Richard knows I'm a fan of his because every time he comes in, I kind of go over old um, stand-up bits with him. I go, yeah. Richard, remember you did that thing with the with the blender in the drugstore? So he knows I'm a fan. So he's very nice to me. And uh, he saw that I had his book. Yeah. And he said, is that your... Now, I did not ask for an autograph. Right. You know, I'm very against that. It's yeah, why Joe Beningo and I were at war at one point. But he saw my book and he said, is that your book? I said, yes. He took my book, he took a Sharpie, and he signed the book to me. Very presumptuous of him, isn't it? Craig and Boomer then saw that and felt that I was breaking my own rule of no autographs from right. the guests. Well, I mean, in theory, you did break the, the rule. No autographs. But would it not be more embarrassing to say, uh, no, thank you, No, Richard. I think you're in a no-one situation. Because uh, here's whose autographs I have gotten from the show, and they all said to me, may I sign that book for right. you? So who is that? Tony Dungy, he had a book about the religion. Right, I remember that. Joe Gibbs. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Also a book that had a yes. religious slant to it. Yes. And both of those guys I felt would have been wrong for me to say, eh, I'm good. No win situation. No win situation. Because quite frankly, you have no right, based on your own merit, of taking or accepting autographs from a celebrity coming in for yeah. the show. At the same time, if you do not accept that autograph, 
you look like a jackass, and you really put them in an uncomfortable situation. Now, I've also had people on Twitter, when they hear my argument with Joe Beningo, where I find you should not be getting autographs from guests, there are people on Twitter that would argue that I occasionally will get a photo with a guest, and See, how is that different? I think photos are different. I do, too. I think photos Why do you are, think so? Here's why. Photos are personal, and it takes a second, whatever, and they're used to it. Autographs, you never know. Like, if I was a celebrity and I was signing autographs, how do I not know I'm signing this so that you're going to go throw it on eBay to me? I don't even care if it's $8. Right. How do I not know you're doing it and collecting them so you can sell it for cash? I always look at it this way, too. So the, the photograph to me is different because I'm going to tweet the photo on social media. And generally, when someone is in here as a guest, they're promoting something. That's so they true want too. something promoted. So I would do that in exchange for the photograph. I, there's nothing wrong with it. I don't think there's anything wrong with pictures whatsoever. I really don't. As long as it's not every guy every time. Right. That's a different situation. True. Hey, like what's I, that guy do? Oh, let, me get a, let me get a picture. Right. I think that's silly. Like our own Tommy got a photo with uh, the the NBA commissioner. Adam Silver. He doesn't like the NBA commissioner. He's not interested is he a, in that. And I don't know. Is he an NBA fan? Jerry, you sit with him eight hours a day. How do we you not know? We don't speak. Oh. Why is that? I don't know. I really don't know. Because you're too close? I don't know. You're not I come sure. in here. Who he's got generally, his headsets on. Okay, so he's uh, editing audio. Know. Which is fine. And you come in. I have no problem. If I need something, I tell him. Right. No big deal. But... In terms of, hey, what you do you do this weekend? No. You don't do that? No. I don't do that with anybody, though, That's really. True. I mean, have I... I will on occasion, if I know you have plans, I will ask you. Hey, That's how was true, the date yeah. Saturday night? Right. I don't think, aside from in the six and a half years I'm with you guys now, if I've asked Eddie how his weekend was more than five times, it's a lot. Yeah. No offense. Doesn't... But most people, they'll say, how was your weekend? And uh, yeah, They don't care. They don't care. And then no. I have to ask about your weekend. Right. And to be honest with you, I don't feel like any of us yeah. are at the point that we need to come up with talk just to talk. Right. I have no problem walking in there and just sitting there. I'm good. When we went to Las Vegas, we went there was we had met a larger group out there, some of Craig's friends. And uh, so when we would go to dinner, it was a it was a big table, and oftentimes Eddie and I wound up sitting next to each other. Right. There were dinners where Eddie and I did not speak. And you're comfortable with it that. It was great. And we actually brought it up. Eddie goes, you know, we've not said a word. He goes, how long do you think we can go without speaking here? Sure. But then the inevitably someone would ask us a question. Like, uh, Eddie, you, how do you uh, how do you hit all those sound effects? I'm always, oh, of course, someone's going to ask something about the show. I'm always amazed, though, when you are with somebody. I won't name names, but there's a couple of people here that could talk to a lamp post yes. and carry on a conversation with a mime. I don't know how you do it or what part of your brain triggers conversation that actually engages the other person. I don't have that in me. Right. I don't either. I mean, I've known Craig now for how long? It's eight years. I could be on a, I could be in a car with Craig for an hour and a half and say nothing. Very simple. Right. Nothing. When we, you and I would carpool, we would carpool just from Jersey city to here, which was probably a 10 minute ride. That's all. We, we often did not speak. Yes. Correct. And there was nothing wrong it with that. It would be good morning. Good morning. What's happening? All right, Al, you want to take a ride with me or I'm going to drop you off here? If you heard a good song in the radio, you might tell me, hey, you know what I heard? Yes. I haven't heard this. five days a week for three years. It's not like there were never days we didn't talk. Right. But there were many days where we didn't. Which, by the way, I think we need to GoPro that. Or yeah, pro. that would have been good. Periscope. Yeah, something like, so what's, what's Seinfeld's one? Come, what is that? Comedians, Comedians in cars, cars getting, getting coffee. coffee. Be like, you know, uh, sports guys in cars commuting. 
sports guys in cars looking for parking. Fine. That would be say, great. And we say nothing. Yeah. And we make our own little web series, right? Yes. We have fun with it. And every once in a while, this is this would be the only thing spoken. Uh, I think on the right, there's a... Oh, no, you can't get in there. I don't think I can get in there, Al. You're not going to fit in there. Tight spot. Hey, uh, real quick. Yeah. Just to wrap up this little segment, and I'm kind of moving ahead. So I wanted to get your opinion on this. We talked about this yesterday. How about the fact Carlos Gomez not only played last night for the Brewers after he got hit in the head with that fastball from Syndergaard, the dude homers on his first at bat and then gets the game-winning hit. Oh, I see. I saw he had a homer. Oh, he got the game-winning hit in the seventh inning. Nice. Is that unbelievable? That's a protective helmet, man. It's unreal. He flew and then was productive offensively the next night, which is really remarkable. And then I give you one other one from uh, baseball, just because I guess we should do a little sports on this, aside from making fun of the draft lottery. We make a big deal about Matt, Matt Harvey, right? Did you see the White Sox-Indians game last night or even read about it? No. Corey Kluber goes nine innings of scoreless ball. Maybe he gave up one run. I'm sorry. Maybe Is that the dude run. who struck out all those guys? Yes. That- He's got like 30 strikeouts his last two games. He got a no decision, as did Chris Sale, who went eight innings of like one run ball. I know we're in New York. We make a big deal over Matt Harvey. But how about these two guys last night? I would resent that as a pitcher. I would get annoyed. Well, Here's the problem if you're a guy like Matt Harvey, and I'm not saying the Mets aren't trying to hit. It's almost like the team takes a deep sigh of relief, like, all right, Harvey's on the mound tonight. We don't have to you know, yeah. scratch out runs or we're going to be okay. No, you're not, actually, because right. while that kid pitched well last night, I mean, it's John Lackey. I mean, come on, guys. So, not good. Jerry, I have a buddy. His name is Paul. He um, changes his razor blades once every, like, three months, and his face is... Uh, is all scraped up because of it. I said, why don't you change your blades more? And he says he doesn't want to spend, you know, $40 on razors. So I told him all about my promo code, Jerry, post game, mm. And I sent him to harrys.com to get himself some razors. I let him know about these engineered blades, which you were telling me are the best blades. They've been great. The I'm German you, engineered ones. As smooth as any razor I've ever used. Back in the day, you said you used Australian, not as good. Harry's hooked you up. They have German-engineered blades. So uh, I hooked him up with that. It's uh, $5 off his first purchase at Harry's with uh, coupon code POSTGAME. All you have to do is enter the code POSTGAME at checkout. You get Harry's starter set for just $10, a month worth worth of shaving for $10 with uh, POSTGAME at checkout. I'm realizing, did I just do your part, Jerry, well, no, in this listen, commercial? I'm going to tell you about free shipping. Oh, because wait a minute. The, it's free? Free shipping. Oh. Which sounds goofy, but let me tell you something. That's a big deal because the one thing I hate when I order stuff online is you go to buy something, you see the price, and then you go to the checkout, and all of a sudden there's shipping costs involved. And so really the price you're paying is not the price you're paying. Well, in this case, it is, which is why it is so good. They know that it doesn't cost much to ship razors, so they're giving it to you right. for free. They're not jacking up the cost. Absolutely love it. So, go to, again, go to harrys.com and enter uh, promo code postgame at checkout. Get $5 off your first order of a starter set. Again, code postgame. You can get a month's worth of shaving for just $10. No joke. That's harrys.com, code postgame at checkout, and change the way you shave forever like I have. Jerry, check out this uh, new survey. It's not even a, they're not even calling this a study. Okay. I don't know where I get most of these dumb stories that we do here. They're calling this one a survey. Women with these names are more likely to cheat oh, geez. than other women. Okay. So hopefully. My wife's name better not be on this. Let's hope not. <laughs> I haven't looked at the list. And if you're a listener, let's hope uh, your girlfriend, wife, or you yourself, if you're a girl, 
hope your name isn't on this list. So these are women uh, who seem to be most unfaithful. The number one name is... No, no, give me the number five. Don't go number one. Give oh, me the number uh, one last. Let's see. Start with like number five. Uh, it's not in list form. Oh. Let me see what I got here. Okay. Yes, I do. I have one, two, three. I do have five, Jerry. Perfect. I do have five. Uh, number five is uh, Rebecca. All right. I'm safe. All right. Number really? four, Olivia. I don't know. That doesn't Olivia. seem a very no. a very popular name. No. Uh, now we're getting uh, number three, Amy. Girls, okay. Girls named Amy likely to cheat. All right. Uh, number two, Jessica. Really? Yeah. I like the name. If we were going to have a girl, I wanted Jessica to be yeah. the name. Uh, the number one. This I feel like a, a tribute to Letterman. Uh, the, the, your number, number one, one reason. And your number one woman most likely to cheat, her name would be Megan. Huh. Now, I have a friend named Megan. I fired this off to her immediately this morning. She you have hasn't, a friend. Has she cheated? She hasn't responded Will to she me. Tell, so she has. Exactly. See, that's the way. It's funny how I had this conversation with my wife the other day about people that cheat, women, guys, and how I, in my opinion, it's really not the person's name, not that that came up, but Are not you the sure? name. It's not the name. And I don't even think it's the person. I think it is the situation the person ends up in. Yes. Puts themselves in or winds up in. So- Theoretically, you're with a girl named Megan, and you go out and have drinks on a night with four other women, and you're having cocktails. You have too much. Right. One has too much. Do you really want to cheat on Megan? No. Might you? Yeah, you might. I've also found they did do men's names also. Oh, boy. Uh, I'm going to go in, uh, in backwards order. Eric, Anthony, Charles, Christopher... And the number one man name for cheating, this is a, not a common name, Nathan. Nathan. So probably a terrible couple would be Nathan and Megan. Nathan and Megan, you got no shot. No shot. Do you imagine if you listen to this and You're it's cheating. Nathan and Megan? That's actually very funny. If your name is Nathan or Megan, please tweet to Jerry. I like that Christopher's on the list because there's not many Christophers in, these, in this country. <laughs> Stupid. All right, Jerry, that's all I got. I have a real quick one, but I feel like I always do ghost stories with you. Uh, ghosts and porn. Yeah. What if you did a ghost porn story? I ha- don't have one of those yet, uh, but I will work week. on it. Uh, there's doormen in this building in New York. Uh, the name of the building is called the 123 on the park. Okay. That's the name of the building. Right. Uh, it was built over an old hospital, which uh, uh, closed in 2003, but it was a really old hospital. And the doormen down there say that they hear weird noises, they hear footsteps, and strange odors, hmm. and they're attributing it to ghostly spirits. Right. And they can't keep doormen and other employees in the building working there because people keep quitting because of these ghostly Come experiences. On. And they don't have a lot of tenants because people keep leaving because of the ghosts, Jerry. Do you believe in ghosts? I do. You do? I, I will, I, I've never seen a ghost. I don't know anyone who has the experience with a ghost, but I would say that if you told me uh, that uh, this uh, this is a, a beautiful hotel here in Manhattan. If you need it for the night, it's uh, eighty dollars compared to like five hundred dollars. Possibility, it's, some people say it's haunted. I'm well, out. We have an event on June third. I'm out. Why don't you try? Why don't you check it out? I'm out. I'm no interest. No chance. No chance. You don't think you're talking yourself into no. it though? Like I, you know what I'm saying? Like you're putting the thought in your head. If you didn't know, you really think you're gonna go there and hear? Even yes. if you let me put it this way. You go to a hotel, you hear footsteps, and you get a smell. Okay, fine. 
You're, you're all of a sudden you start thinking ghosts no. as opposed to someone's running down the hallway or some fat guy just ate something. He's sweating terribly and he's running down the hallway. Like, what would you think? You wouldn't think ghosts. Right. The whole thing about the ghost is they're throwing that in your head and they're making you think that there are ghosts. No, I mean, this yeah, is but, a weird conversation. Yeah, but David I, I, Duchovny was in here today. We're talking about ghosts. What's next? Aliens? We do that often, right, he's too. X-Files. Jeez, I, I, I got to go on this. this All right, Terry. Weird. All right, see you tomorrow. It's the Boomer and Carton postgame show. Wow! With the real stars of the show, Alan Jerry.